This call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. Well, this is uh, this is episode uh, forty-two of the Ten Minutes from Hell podcast. Oh, good number! Uh, yeah, I don't know what it means. I don't know the significance of that at all. It's I don't it's, know uh, why. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Excited. Forty-two. Come on. <gasps> oh my gosh! The answer to life, the universe, and everything. Exactly. Oh, crap! How did I not think of that? <laughs> um, that's brilliant. Yeah, man, love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh my goodness, how could I, how could I space that out? <laughs> I whiled away many a minute uh, reading those books and uh, talking about them with my nerdy friends. Um, man, yeah, really, really enjoyed that stuff. Um, and Sam Rockwell was in the movie. He was. Why I thought of that? Yeah. Because so I love Martin so Freeman. Much. Martin Freeman was also in it, and uh, I, I still have a very strong affection for the uh, the BBC um, version that was out in the eighties. Um, oh yeah. Even though it's it's I mean it's pretty crude. Uh, it's Doctor Who, you know, early seasons crude. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, old Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah, but. Rubber monster guy, guy in the stuff. Suit. Yeah, and and but I mean, like even like the Hitchhiker's Guide itself is so crude, but still like perfect, like still so <laughs> funny, like just even just the the digital like you know uh, manifestation of that uh, of that book. Oh, so so good. And I remember seeing that for the first time and just being like. What is this? This is so great. Like I cannot <laughs> believe how great this is. Like it just oh it just tickled me. I just loved it so much. I, I the one thing that I remember the most is uh the moment in, and it's in the book too, but on, on in the T V show it was just so cool was uh the thing where it would just do these asides like out of nowhere, like you know, like they'd be talking about something and then it, and then it would just go into the guide and then oh, yeah. it would like give you a little backstory on whatever, but it would be like, um, when Ford said this, that actually was translated to this and, uh, an armada heard it and they considered it a, uh, act of war from their, uh, longtime enemies. And then it, and then it, <laughs> and it goes to this whole thing about how they're going to, you know, they're going to go into battle. And then, uh, and then, uh, after fighting for centuries, they finally figured out that the, the source of, of all of this had come from Earth. And so they immediately joined forces and headed to Earth and were ready to destroy the planet. 
and then were swallowed by a uh, small dog uh, because they didn't uh, check. They didn't, uh, didn't understand the size uh, the size comparison, uh, <laughs> which was just it was just wonderful. I was like, that is so awesome. Like Douglas, Douglas Adams. Adams. Yeah, he was such Man, a great writer. And so sad that he never got to see he never got to see the movie. He, he was all involved in it, and he was involved in the producing of it, and he was there from the beginning, and, and he died before the movie uh, was ever actually completed or released. So he uh, he never got to see it, uh, which is really a bummer because I think he would have loved it. I know um, people are really down on the movie, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's a lot of fun. And, and, and he, he had, had, something, he had like, a lot to do with it. I mean, a lot, all of the, the different versions of Hitchhikers, uh, they're slightly different, but they all have that same sensibility, which is what makes them fantastic. And I think the BBC, yeah. I think they've got a new radio drama. Either it's oh, come really? out or it's, or it's coming out. Hmm. Also, to, to make that really long introduction short, this is episode 42, and that's all we're calling it. After we're calling it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, You're Steve. I'm Doug. Yep. We are nerdy brothers. True. And we talk about yeah. nerdy, geeky, whatever you want to call it stuff. And all it takes is just like one thing like that to just send us off onto a tangent. Um, yes. That, uh, that we start uh, reminiscing or uh, commenting about things. So that's how that's how it happens. That's organic. That it was planned. <laughs> There was nothing, nothing, no thought was put into that at all, um, which I guess probably like, isn't that hard to, hard to believe, like, really. Yeah. Um, like everything else, no thought is put into it. No, no. <laughs> well, and I don't that, think yeah. that's, yeah, surprising. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff to talk about that we haven't talked about. Mm. First of all, I mean, we could, all of these things I want to talk about, we could talk about forever. But let's just know. quickly talk about Infinity War. Ugh. A new new trailer came out last week. Oh my god! And usually, I try really hard not to to watch a trailer more than once because I yeah. know that I'll you know I'll just get really into the minutia. But yeah. I, I've had to watch this thing like three or four times, even though I keep oh. telling myself I'm not going to watch it again. I find myself watching it again because I'm oh, just I've watched this so many times. Just from an editing point of view, it is a fantastic trailer. I am, there's, uh, there's so uh, many little moments that have just I've done just so many freak free, out. I know I've done so <laughs> many freeze frames of this trailer. Like on the Apple TV, I've like froze like every moment. And uh, I remember at one point, uh, Colleen came into the came into the room and she's like, "What are you doing? Why are you freeze framing everything?" And I'm like. I don't know. I can't. I can't help myself. I can't stop freezing the trailer because I just every little thing. I just like, oh my gosh, I didn't see that before. You know, like I didn't see Loki standing with the Black Order at first, and I was like, oh yeah, oh no. And then I was like, oh, does that mean he joined them? And then I'm like, oh no, there's dead bodies all around. I'm like, no, that's on the ship. Uh, where the Asgardians were. I'm like, oh, no, all the Asgardians got killed. And 
and he's like, you know, bartering or something, and he just happened to be standing with the Black Order. I think they've surrounded him. I don't think he's with them. Um, cause it looks like he gives them the Tesseract, because they showed that in the earlier trailer. Um, yeah. They should have used that really, line. Uh, when Colleen come in, came in, you should have used the line from Iron Man. Like, let's face it, this isn't the weirdest thing you've walked in on me doing. <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's funny that's a great line too I forgot about that line that's hilarious um but uh and then uh you can clearly see that you know in the later parts of the trailer how many stones he has in his gauntlet and one of them is the, oh, yeah. the blue one the blue one so of course he gets yeah. the blue one and then he's got the red one which that when uh, the collector had, and then uh, I think you see the purple one too, which that's Nova Corps has got that one, um, or this, had that one. This obviously. is the, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to have them anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, oh uh, yeah, I suppose it's obvious, yeah. isn't it? Um, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, oh my gosh, this is going to be so epic. I just can't. I mean, epic is the only word to describe it because it just, I mean, that moment of, of Cap holding oh, on to see, the that, gauntlet. That oh. was the one moment that made my interest. I mean, I, I was already going to see it, of course. Of course. But that little moment made me just go, ah, what's happening? I, know. I need to watch I this know. movie right now. Like, I, I know. I immediately. I immediately I immediately bought tickets. Like, immediately. <laughs> like, as soon as the trailer was over, I'm like, whoa, buying tickets right now. Like, I'm not, I'm not even going to think about it. Like, it's like, I've got to do it right this second. Um, which, incidentally, we both bought tickets at the same theater. Um, you bought it the earlier show, but I, you know, I had, I had to go to the later show because of uh, prior commitments. But, oh, yeah. um, but we ended up going to the exact same theater. Um, oh, because it's the best theater. It is the IMAX. The IMAX at the zoo. It's the best theater. If you're going to see anything in IMAX, you got to go there. I really wanted to see it in 2D because I really wanted to avoid the 3D thing. And they do have a 2D show, but that was on Friday, and that was like during the day, and that's no. impossible. So I couldn't pull that off. Yeah. But um, so I had to see it in 3D, which we've talked about my. You know, narcoleptic uh, connection. Yeah. You have my narcoleptic connection to 3D. Yeah. So I hope that that doesn't happen during this. And, and you're going later, too. I know. I'm going to 10 o'clock, which is, man, it's just a recipe for disaster. This is going to be terrible. load up on the caffeine. I don't even know if that's going to help, though. I've done everything to try to, like, to counteract it. And I, I always lose. And... I just have this horrible fear that the movie's going to start and I'm going to be so into it and I'm going to wake up and it's going to be over. <laughs> and, I'm, and I will have missed everything. And Stern will be sitting next to me just furious with me because he'll just be like, you missed everything. And I'll be like, oh, bummer. <laughs> That's a real bummer. I guess I got to go see it again. Um, <laughs> but I do have that fear that that's going to happen. Um, so I'm I'm very, yeah. I, oh, man. This is a big risk. It's a big gamble. Um, maybe, maybe you can sneak a nap in there out. somewhere. Oh, yes. the day sometime. 
it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There is no there is no recipe for like changing this. Like it just happens. I can't do yeah. anything about uh, it. Um, I understand. I've got I've got the same brain thing. It's a weird thing. I don't know. Maybe we are narcoleptic. Maybe our whole family is. Maybe we're undiagnosed. Um, yeah. And 3D just unlocks it. <laughs> <laughs> and since, since uh, earlier generations, there were no 3 There wasn't any 3D. Nobody had to worry about it. Like, you know, our great-great-grandparents, when they were, you know, working the farm or whatever, they didn't have to worry about you know, sitting down in front of a television. <laughs> you know those, uh, you know those precursors to the Viewmaster, the stereoscopes. Yeah, the kinetoscope hey. or whatever. Yeah. Hey, Ma, come look at this 3D picture. Oh no, <laughs> it's happened again. <laughs> Stop looking at the rotoscope, <laughs> Jebediah. What did I tell you? I don't think we have any Jebediahs. Uh, That'd be pretty awesome, though. Let's face, let's face it, Ma. That's not the weirdest thing you've seen. You've caught me doing. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Enough of um, we're, we're super excited. Yeah, we can, yeah, it's just, it's beyond amazing, and I can't. Uh, oh, ah, too much. It's just yeah. too much. I can't even. I can't even talk about it anymore. Um. Let's see what else. Did you uh, did you even bother watching Walking Dead? No, I haven't since uh, the Carl goodbye episode. Oh, I, I honestly well, don't even care. It's just yeah, like I, whatever. I'll watch yeah, it eventually. I didn't, I didn't either, but I <laughs> I had to watch it just because yeah. of how bad the one was that I told you that you had to watch that you hadn't watched. And yeah. so I was like, you know what? I just got to see how bad this gets. And so the next episode was equally bad. Uh, it was a five Father Gabriel uh, uh, episode, which was really I mean, he, terrible. Uh, he wasn't and a great then, show to begin with. I can't he's imagine. Not a great, he's not even a character in the comics. Like, he's barely a character in the comics. Like, I don't remember yeah. him even being around that long. They didn't use him that much. I mean, they had the backstory for him, and then they just kind of moved on. He was a right. real expendable guy. Um, yeah. But they had a whole episode about him, and it sucked. And Did then uh, explain uh, the motivations why he decided to get out of that car at the uh, the Savior's place? No. Like, no, what? I didn't say that. Are you the no, stupidest that. person in this apocalypse? I seriously think you are. It's I not. It's not. You know what? Person. It's not his fault though. <laughs> it's the it's the writer's fault. But then, uh, but then I watched uh, the most current episode, the, the most recent one, because I thought it was the finale, but it's not. I think that's next week. Um, and it was laughably horrible. It was so bad. You know what? You know what, all you have to do now is you don't even have to watch the show anymore. Go on yeah. Funny or Die, Funny or Die, and watch the most ridiculous things about the Walking Dead videos. Just ah. watch those, because they sum up the whole thing, and they'll show everything on there that's completely stupid. And uh, huh. one, of the, one of the things, and I mean, I can't even, uh, so bad, but uh, the plan that Negan had of how he was going to, 
he was going to beat everybody. Who, by the way, I'm 100% Negan. 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm, I am rooting. I mean, I am actually rooting for him now. Like, I'm like, yes, kill them. Kill them all. <laughs> like, I get so excited when he's winning. I'm like, please win and just end this nonsense. Um, but uh, he had, a, he had a, an idea of how he was going to stop everyone was he was going to uh, uh, use like a catapult. This is part part of Eugene too. They're going to use a catapult. They were going to catapult uh, zombie guts and, and, and blood and everything into the uh, hilltop. Um, so that way, yeah, so then that way people would get infected. So they dipped all their weapons and blood and everything, and they're like, oh, you know, that way when they get, they get you know, injured, then they're going to become zombies. Now, here's the problem with well, that, is that we have established forever that you can cover yourself in zombie guts and nothing happens. Like, that, that's how you survive. Like, that's how you escape yeah. things. That's a, yeah, so they've completely changed their own... Well, and like we've also already uh, known that it doesn't matter if you're infected or not. Everybody's infected. When you die, you become a zombie regardless. Exactly. Yeah, so, so it doesn't matter. What, why would that make any sense? It, it doesn't make any sense at all. So they, they've completely gone against their entire uh, rules. Like everything. Yeah, completely. Frustrating. They, yeah, they've just thrown everything out. Like there's nothing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Did they hire new writers that hadn't watched no, any of the previous episodes? I just don't think they care anymore. I think they've they, given I mean, up. Are they actively trying to just end the show? I guess is my I next question. They're trying to destroy the show. I think. I mean, that it seems to be the case. I mean, I, um, I've seen so many people just say, "Yeah, I'm done with Walking Dead." Like online and in real life and everything, everyone's just like, "Yeah, I don't care about it anymore." Yeah, it, I, it's just it's done. It's yeah, it's over. They killed it. They really ruined yeah. it. And it all and it all goes it all goes back to uh killing Glenn. That was I think that's where it oh, that that really point. started. I think it was. I think it went too far. I think that was when they went too far. Like even though it was in the comics that way, yeah, they sh- they should have they should have rethought that. Cuz it's a big difference between uh, on a page to being in your living room with characters that you care about over years. Yeah, yeah like, and, and yeah, like full you know, graphic color detail. Yeah. I mean, at least the comics were black yeah. and white. And, yeah, you know, and, and, and that, that does lessen the impact a little bit, even though they're still jarring in the comics. It's it's not quite it's like not the same. In, uh, yeah. yeah, and it's not, it's not the same as watching video. I mean, people come to life on your TV. Regardless yeah. if you read the book or not, you know it's like I mean, you know, books are are awesome. You know, they give you all kinds of backstory and everything. They get you to know the characters in a way that you wouldn't uh, on a TV show or movie. But the relationship you have with uh, the characters being portrayed by live actors, it makes it a whole different thing. Yeah. And um, and I I don't think I think they they. Uh, didn't fully, <laughs> they didn't fully understand the difference of that. Um, they, they, I think they really, uh, 
what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, they didn't they didn't think it through, or they didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the yeah, words you're thinking of either. But I know, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, mis uh, not misunderstood. Oh my guys is going to drive me crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta move on, and then I'll and then I'll remember it. It'll it'll come to me in a second. Um, uh, damn it! Okay, <laughs> I'm turning I'm turning fifty this year. By the way, yeah, this is gonna happen. I'm gonna forget stuff like this. Um, <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, so so yeah. So there's that. Uh, what else did you watch uh, the Oscars? Oh my God, we haven't we haven't we haven't talked since the Oscars. No, we haven't talked since the Oscars. Really? Like, you know, I, I did, we talked I did, last yeah. week. Well, yeah, we, we did. Didn't about, we didn't talk about the Oscars though. Yeah, because I, I said that uh, Sam Rockwell won an Oscar, and I was like super excited. Is that all? We, I, I I can't remember talking anymore about it though. I just threw it in at the end. Oh, uh, yeah, that was yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, I did. I did watch the Oscars and. Uh, um, I wasn't, uh, wasn't terribly impressed. It was okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I hadn't really seen any, uh, anything that was in there. So I, I, I mean, I, there's so many movies I need to go back and watch that, uh, I'm like, oh, great. They won. I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> so I, I think the Oscars okay. on a whole, I think the Oscars on a whole are just really boring. Like they're just really boring. I mean, it's such a long show. And even and as they're like they're trying to speed things up, and it still just takes forever. It does, you know. And, and I was listening to Paul F. Tompkins, and he uh, he had some really good points about the Oscars. And and he <laughs> one of the things he said was, he's like, so if I was watching a movie, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Margot Robbie came in and interrupted the movie, um, I wouldn't be like all that happy about it. Because, A, I'm seeing a movie during the Oscars. <laughs> and so, obviously, I don't care. <laughs> and now, you're in my movie theater. And, uh, oh, and then, and then, <laughs> and then it's like, he's like, and then the year before, the people who were on the, the tour bus, they're like, again, they were on a tour bus while the Oscars were on. They obviously yeah. didn't care who won the Oscars. And then what <laughs> happens? They get dragged into the Oscars. Um, I thought that was really, I thought that was really funny. Um, I forgot about the stuff they did. The but then he also, he also talked about it. He goes, if you want the show to be shorter, he's like, how about get rid of some of these montages? And he's like, how about oh, the movie yeah. mod? He's like, the movie montage, which was just a montage of a bunch of movies. And he's like, for all of you idiots who don't know, these are movies. <laughs> and, then like, and then he's like, oh, so so that's what a movie is. Okay, thank you. And then, and then he's like, and then he's like, but then at the end, it said, thank you. For watching the movies, and he's like, "Oh, that was for us. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, movies." <laughs> <It's just> 
he's like it was so pandering he's it just it felt like it was like so like talking down to everybody and uh i thought that was really funny <laughs> so that's what a movie is <laughs> um i mean yeah the whole ceremony really i don't yeah it really is kind of pandering to everybody. I mean, it's just, yeah. And when you think about wow. it, it's just, I mean, it's like, what exactly are we awarding? Like, I mean, like the Oscars oh. way back when were just, you know, they were very short and it was just like, here's the best picture. Here's the best actor. Here's whatever. It was like, it was like the equivalent of like, uh, like a high school, like, you know, thing. Like, it was just like, oh, it was yeah. just quick. You know, it was just in and out. And it was just like, you you deserve it. You did a good job, whatever. And now it's like, now you have these big musical numbers and then everybody sings the songs from the movie. And then they, and, you know, it's just like, it's just like, it's really repetitive. It just keeps showing the yeah. same stuff. And they're like, and now we're going to show you the clips of all the people who are nominated. And now we're going to show the nominations. And now we're going to show the clips again. And now we're going to, you know, and it's just like, it's just over and over and over again. And um, ultimately, it's not important. <laughs> well, it's, all, it's all just seems like who's actually making these decisions. And I know they've talked about this, you know, ad nauseum, like, you know, who... Who's actually voting? Who's putting these movies up? You know, what What does it really have to do with anything? And the yeah. answer is, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I mean, it's, it's all arbitrary. Yeah. So that's just, yeah. it's silly. It's all it silly. silly. It is silly. Um, I did like the joke where they're, uh, um, oh, I forgot her name. But she comes out and she's saying, I bet you're thinking now. Are the Oscars too black? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Don't worry. Sure. There's still white people running around back there with clipboards. And <laughs> yeah, it was Maya, like, Maya oh, Rudolph. They went there. They went it was there. Maya, Maya Rudolph and uh, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, good. I, I enjoyed that joke. Maya, okay. Maya Rudolph was really, uh, yeah, she was really good. And um, I did see really the best animated feature, Coco. Did you see that yet? I had not seen it yet. Is it good? You know, I was not prepared. I, I had zero expectations. I guess let me say that. And I absolutely loved it. I watched it twice in the same day. I it heard was, other people uh, say the same thing, that they, they, they were emotionally... Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The, 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 I don't know really if because I'm, I'm old or what, but you know, like... At the beginning of Up, when you kind of get all, like, tear-choked up, yeah, you know, with, like, that love story, I felt like yeah. that for, like, the last half of the movie. Oh my I don't know why. I mean, like, watching it again, it didn't affect me the same way because I was prepared for it, but maybe it's because it was just so unexpected. I was, I was choked up through, like, half the movie the first time I saw it. And I, and I can't even, like, pin it down in words why. There's just something about it that... It's like you know, that, 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 the problem, yeah, see, the problem with that is that now I'm going to be expecting to have an emotional connection to it. And what if I don't? Oh, you won't. And does that you mean won't. I'm not I mean, now that you've been warned. That's what I mean. Now yeah. Yeah. So now it's going to be like, no, what's up with Doug? What's, 
Yeah, why did you get all five reasons? Not about this. Jeez. Yeah. You know, I got it's really well more to, you know. Um, well, I felt the same way. I watched uh, on Netflix this weekend. I watched uh, the final season of Love, which is uh, the Judd Apatow uh, produced uh, show. Um, they've had three seasons and they ended They ended uh, the third season. It's a really good show. Um, and it's uh, produced by Judd Apatow and it's uh, written by Paul Rust. Uh, who is very funny, and you've seen him in a lot of stuff, and um, it's a great show. It's a really, really funny show, because the characters are very real, and, and but it has that Apatow kind of flavor to it, you know, that kind of this is 40. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, those, he's really good at that, you know, just like yeah. where the, the humor comes out of things that you completely recognize, and people are flawed, yeah. and... and uh, but it's genuinely funny, and Paul Rust is genuinely funny, and... and uh, He's got a lot of other people in it that are funny, um, but uh, I got I got choked up at the end of that series, and it just like came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, I was just like, Whoop. "Oh my god!" You know, it just it just, <laughs> it just it just nailed me, and I was like, "Wow!" I don't know how that happened, um, <laughs> but it is but it is a great it's a great show, and I, I highly recommend that one. Um, and it's over; they actually ended it, like it's done. Like they they said that that's the end. Um, that was on Netflix. We, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's called Love, and it's uh, it's easy. It's very easily digestible. The episodes are like twenty two minutes long. You know, there's like ten of them per season. You can knock it out in like no time at all. Um, and it's uh, it's well worth it. Very very good. And it's funny because like after I watched the last episode, I went back and I watched the first episode because I had read that like you can kind of see like the map of how the show is going to go from oh. the first show. Like and so I watched the first show out. again. Yeah. And I watched the first show and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. There's so much that's in this first episode that you're like, Oh yeah, you can kind of see that things like this are going to happen. You know? And, and, uh, it's, uh, it's well done. I love it. It's really, I love it when really somebody good. takes the time to figure out how the show is going to end before it actually begins. Right, uh, Walking Dead. I'm looking at you. <laughs> uh, so I finished that, and then I uh, and then I watched uh, the second season of Sneaky Pete on uh, uh, Amazon, which uh, I really liked the first season. So I really enjoyed the second season. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi is awesome. I love that guy. Um, I love. I love. Never watched that one. I love. I love things about con men. I think I always wish that I could be a con, yeah. a, con, a, con, a con man, even though like there's no way that I could be, uh, because I'm just I'm just not. I'd get I'd get way too nervous. I'd screw up. I'd, I'd screw something up. But, I think we should make a video about that. A show where the, the con man just isn't good. But see, maybe that's part of the con. That's what I always say. I'm like, well, maybe I could be a con man because that's part of it. That's like, you know, I make them think that I'm bad, but I'm really not. You know, I'm really you, good. You ruin, but you ruin the, the small con to perpetuate the long con. Exactly. You keep that's screwing up the little the con men. Yeah, you yeah. worry about the con men. But like movies like The Sting and like, you know, some of these, I mean, I love those. I love them. And I love the whole thing, like, 
when you get conned, like when you get tricked, like when you're watching it, oh, and, yeah. you're like, yeah. and you're like, oh, man, oh, they got me. You know, and yeah. it's like, you know, I love, I love them. I love that moment. That's a great moment. And I loved that moment in the sting. That just, that's still one of my favorite things at the end. Um, that's, uh, that's so much fun. I love it. Um, let's see what else. Anything else cool? I was going to uh, bring up, uh, Steven Spielberg said that they are beginning to film uh, in April of next year. They're starting Indiana Jones 5 in the UK. Saw that. Um, what was that noise? Did you hear that? Nope. Huh. I think my phone's going to die, actually. It's going to tap. We're being hacked. Yeah. But yeah, so... I did a little math, and, you know, remember the uh, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? Yes. You saw this picture I posted. The old yes. Indy that they, that they had uh, in the, the uh, opening and closing scenes of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, he was actually three years younger than Harrison Ford is going to be when they start filming, which is that just is am- that is amazing. mind-blowing. <laughs> it is come this far. Like, it is because then... Does that mean that that's not canon anymore? Because remember that supposedly the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles was supposed to be canon in the Indiana Jones universe. Well, how can that be? Unless they're trying to make them them younger, unless it's just going to be shortly after the last one. I don't know. He's got a patch on his eye. Yeah, maybe he'll lose his eye in this one. Yeah, but... Okay. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I hope that Spielberg can do something fun again without it being stupid. I know. Yeah, I'm hoping Ready Player One is is fun and not dumb. <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah, Indiana Jones Four. I, I uh, I'm an apologist, and I don't think it's the worst movie ever made, but it's no. definitely the worst Indiana Jones movie. And it's yeah, got a lot of dumb stuff. And uh, the thing that, that shocks me the most is that Steven Spielberg, a lot of the dumb stuff came from him. Uh, Did it really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought like, it was Lucas. No, it was like, you know, like the swinging on the vines with Mutt and, all, and, and the monkeys and that stuff. That, that was yeah. all Spielberg. And it's like, come oh, on, man. I thought that was Lucas. I know, I know he said he didn't want to do Aliens. And Lucas wanted to do aliens, and he didn't want to because he's like, I've done too many aliens. Like I've done enough wow. aliens with Close Encounters and ET and everything. He's like, I'm, I'm kind of done with aliens. And then so George Lucas was like, Well, they're not outer space aliens. They're wow. interdimensional. They're interdimensional. Aliens. Yeah, and he's like, ah. Okay, yeah, what, whatever, George. And it's like, I mean, I feel like I didn't even mind let it aliens. go. I mean, that made it that made sense uh, with the crystal skull, despite the crystal skull not really being a real artifact. I mean, it's it's one of those high, you, if, highly if, if, if contested things. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you if you I, if you watch the Lego Indiana Jones game, like the cutscenes or whatever, like uh, for the end of it, at the yeah. end of at the end of the game, the crystal skull aliens or whatever. They actually possess Kate Benchpet, and she becomes like this, like 
like the end of Ghostbusters League. Like, you know, like where she's like super powerful and she's trying to tell everybody and it's like, you know, she's gotten all the power from all the interdimensional beings or whatever. And then Indy has to stop her. Yeah, because she's like, you know, all the skulls and everything. So he like has to like, you know, separate the skulls or something. I can't remember even. But he has to do something to stop her. And I was like, "Oh my god, why didn't they do that in the movie? Like that would have been that would have been cool. What a cool ending to the movie! Like they have him fighting, like you know, her as like this interdimensional being, you know, whatever. But instead, yeah. nothing, literally nothing happens. Nothing. No. It's just, she just like, like disappears into the she, whatever she, she says. Yeah, she the aliens like, ah. look at her mean. Yeah. Yeah, and then she she's gone. But then nothing happened. <laughs> like they pre- it's pretty much the equivalent of of them just packing up their stuff and going home. Like that's it. <laughs> like there's and and it just so happens that Indy and his friends are there at the same time, so they all have to get out of the out of the ship. That's it. Yeah. And it's like, "Okay, well, we're out of the ship now." And it's like, oh, "There it goes." Okay, boy, that was close, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> Okay. So now what? I don't know. I guess I get married. And it's like, all right, that's okay. That's how we're going to end this movie. (laughs) There's nothing else to it than this. This is truly all this movie has been about was this. This is really lame. Like, what a lame ending. Um, There's so many things they could have done. So many things. I mean, they set it up at the beginning that they were in the warehouse where the uh, the Ark was. Yeah. Um, hello, why don't we just do another story about that? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're already there. How about let's just have a whole thing about that? That makes sense. That's something we all would want to see. That's something yeah. that would be exciting. That's something yeah. we can relate to. But instead we get something that's just not even remotely like that. Like, it's just not even, there's no stakes at all in that movie. No. Like, it never no, feels really like there's there's ever any sense of urgency about anything. There's never a sense of enormous gain or anything. It just, it just feels like everybody's just kind of walking through everything. And it's just really, like, unfortunate. Because if you're going to yeah. put everybody together and go through all that, and then just have no, no payoff. Like, even the, even the scenes between him and Marion are just like, eh. Like, it's just, there's no, there's no stakes there, even. Like, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, remember this? Yep. Remember when you did this? Yep. Okay. <laughs> just want to sure, make sure you remembered. You know, it's like, yep. I wasn't exactly the best. No, nope, you weren't. Okay. That's your son, by the way. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> this, this, it's full of awkward moments where you're like, was, was that a joke? Was I know. supposed to be a joke? What? It's so weird. Because I mean, like, you watch, I mean, you watch, <laughs> what you watch, you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, and in those few little moments when we first meet Marion, um, you know, with Indy, just those those couple of lines that they have, 
is like fraught with like drama and like backstory and like, you know, well, you know, you didn't have to, I was just a kid and, you know, and you didn't treat me this. And it's like, there's so much there. And so you feel it. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, there's a lot of tension here. There's a lot of, un, you know, unchecked, you know, like a lot of, a lot of aggression and a lot of resentment and bitterness and, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of unfinished business and baggage and everything, you know, all those things that make drama interesting and, and fun. And then yeah. they meet, they meet again after who knows how long. And there's none of it. Like zero, like nothing at all. Like, it's just, it's the oddest thing. It's so devoid of any sort of, <laughs> I don't know, it's just odd. It's an odd movie, and it's really disappointing. So I'm happy that they're getting another chance to uh, to maybe make up for that, um, and hopefully they will. Yeah. Um, because uh, it deserves it. It deserves to have a, a good, uh, you know, last adventure. Um, yeah. But, you know, Harrison, I don't know, man. He uh, he just doesn't seem to care about much. <laughs> so oh. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I finally watched Blade Runner. That's another thing I did uh, this weekend. I finally finished Blade Runner, um, yeah, which I enjoyed. That was good. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's it is, it's much better than I uh, expected. Um, and Harrison Ford does a great job in it. Um, and so it gave me hope that maybe he can care about something. So maybe he might, if he cares about Indiana Jones, maybe he might actually put some effort into it and have it be decent. Um, but man, it's just like everything else. He just doesn't seem to care that much. So, uh, I don't know. It's all, it's really all up to him. You know, it's like if he can, if he can pull himself together and be like, okay, I'm into this, <laughs> then yeah. it will, it will work, but he's got to sell it, you know? And if he walks through it, like he did crystal skull, then it's going to be like, uh, this is boring. Um, and there's flashes of moments in crystal skull where it's the old indie. Like you're like, Oh, cool. You know, like, yeah, that's exciting. You know, that's a, that's an indie look. That's an indie moment. That's a, you know, whatever. Those kinds of things, he can do it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's so far off. And I just can't believe they're waiting this long. Yeah, it's really, uh, it, it really is a long time. I mean, a lot can happen in a year. Well, yeah, and it's troubling. It's troubling that they're waiting that long because it's just like, wow, the longer you wait, the older, you know, kids are getting and, and people are getting. And it's like your audience, you're you're kind of losing your audience. Like, it's like, you know, like as more kids are born that don't know who Indiana Jones are. You're you're creating this whole group of kids who know nothing about Indiana Jones, and those are going to be the people that you want to go see the movie. You know, right. the ones who you know are are turning you know that age that we were when we saw it. You know, and it's like I don't know. It's it's hard. Um, well, it's it's, it's not, not like it's, it's not, not like Star Wars. I don't think it's going to capture a new audience. I honestly don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. 
What's well, not like Star like Wars? A movie about an eighty-year-old guy. I mean, you know, yeah, the kids, well, yeah, the kids are going to be like, "Well, that's cool." I mean, it, it's not going to be. It, it, it's going to. I don't know. It's not like it's Star not, Wars where they've got all these animated things and they've got all these other things going on that you can still keep the kids' interest because of you know the brand is still around and it's been around and they're familiar with it. Um, Indiana Jones has not been that brand, you know, that's been around, you know, like where they are familiar with it. I mean, I, I would hazard a guess unless their parents, you know, let them watch it very early. Most kids have no idea who Indiana Jones is. Yeah. Um, and probably don't care. Um, I mean, maybe the Lego game, you know, maybe they know from that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they, I mean, Probably Disney just really kids. needs to, well, that's, well, Disney, I mean, Disney has got to do like a huge, like, branding push before that in order to, like, get people, from, you know, have some sort of an audience for this movie. I mean, they're going to have to, and I still think they should make some animated movies. I still think they should do it. And if they did that, at least then they had some recognition, you know, and, right. and, uh, they own all this stuff. Why not just do it? Yeah, I don't know. No, I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand their their planning on this at all. Much as I love, love, love Indiana Jones, uh, I think it's destined to fail. I think it's. I think it's just. I just don't think it has a chance. Um, maybe if they made it into a TV series, like maybe they did like an Amazon TV series or something. Maybe do it on their streaming service, their Disney streaming service, do a TV show. Um, that I mean, would probably, in order to would play better. In order to uh, capture a younger audience, they're either going to have to recast indie. I mean, they're, they're going to have to uh, get somebody new that's younger. Um, or I, I guess they. I mean, if maybe the animated w- route would work, but. I just I can't see it working with unless they de-aged as much as I, I that's possible. I mean, Indiana Jones is like probably my favorite character of all time. Just yeah. for you know, from films and everything. So it's not like I'm I'm saying this because I don't like Harrison Ford and I don't like Indiana Jones. I'm saying this as for a love for the character, if they want it to be fresh and new and, and get a new audience they need new characters, or they need a new. They need to recast indie. I mean, obviously, Mutt didn't work with uh, Shia LaBeouf or whatever. It, it just, yeah. Um, that maybe was, maybe he gets immediately like rejected by the audience. Yeah, everyone's like, nope, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Maybe he gets like a like a team of people, like you know, like maybe he gets a bunch of students that are like that. Yeah, that could be more interesting his prize yeah. pupils or whatever, and they, you know, become the new, uh, fortune hunters. Um, that could be really interesting. It's like, yeah, because it, more it of could be, but you know, team yeah, dynamic, but then it's just, yeah, but you know what? I don't, then make it something else. Then just make it yeah. something else. Then, then, then don't, yeah. then don't bother. Then don't bother making it Indiana Jones anymore. You know, I just like, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you did it as like a TV series, cause Harrison Ford hasn't done TV. He hasn't done any, um, which is funny because he started in TV. But, um, you know, it it would make sense at this point in his life, he hasn't done TV, 
this would be a great time for him to do it and to just do like a, you know, a full season of a TV show um, that could then be put on, you know, Disney or whatever. And uh, honestly, the effects and everything, I mean, you can still do all that stuff on TV. I mean, and yeah. it's, it's where <laughs> stuff is going anyway. The effects would know, so probably like, be better than Crystal Skull. <laughs> they probably they probably would be, you know, at, at least at, at at the same level. And if you have it on a TV, then your audience is going to grow because then yeah. people are going to watch it, even though they don't necessarily know what it is. Um, or they'll give it yeah. a shot. They'll give it more of a chance. People aren't taking risks in the theater no. anymore. You know, no. that's they're just not. I mean. Infinity War is breaking tons of records uh, for pre-sale because everybody is like all in to go see this movie. But this is this is the only kind of movie people are going to see in the theater. Like they're not right. going to see other things because nobody wants to take that risk anymore because it's annoying. Yeah. Being in a theater is annoying. I don't like it. I like it because I like the big sound and picture and everything, and I want to have that experience. But I do not like being around other people. I hate it. <laughs> well, and if I can, I know we've talked about this too. Yeah, it's super I mean, it's, expensive, it's and like I just seventy I wanna, bucks for my family to go to a movie. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to be sitting <laughs> next to somebody. I don't want yeah. anybody next to me. I hate it. I hate having people next to me. It drives me crazy because people are super annoying all the time and I'm not annoying I am like the most quiet moviegoer like I just sit there like with my hands on my sides and I don't move and I just sit there and I just watch the damn movie and I don't do anything <laughs> else I don't I don't reach down for my drink I don't you know because I don't I just I'm just concentrating on the movie sometimes I'll sit forward in my seat so I have no peripheral vision of anybody around me. Like so, it's just like I don't see anything. Like I am just focused on the movie, and that's it. And I don't want to know anybody's there. And I can't stand feeling somebody next to me. And I can't stand. I mean, my family—that's different. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but but I mean, like strangers next to me. You know, they're just they're. They're so unpredictable. Like, you just don't know what they're going to do. Like, they can, uh, like, start, like, you know, making a bunch of noise, eating or coughing or, you know, uh, you know, they can have a stroke or something. I mean, you don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. Like, anything can happen next to you, and it drives me crazy. I can't stand that in unpredictability. Like, I just, I don't want them there. I don't want anybody sitting next to me. <laughs> That's what it comes yeah. down to. I don't want anyone around. And people talk now, and they do things with their phones, and they just there's just so many ways for people to be annoying in movie theaters now that I, I get so much anxiety from the moment I sit down because I'm always thinking, oh, you better not freaking be on your phone. Like, you know, like, <laughs> as soon as they pull out their phone, like, during the trailers or something, or I'll hear somebody talking really loud, like, during a trailer, you know, and they'll be like, hey, it's that guy. Hey, I like that guy. Then I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm going to lose my mind. Like, there's no way I cannot <laughs> handle this. Like, I, you know, I can't. I can't deal with it. Um, <clears throat> and so that's the, only, that's the only thing that I hate about going to the movies. You know, it's just yeah. that 
that ruins it for me. And when you pay that much money and you're like, you're all in, you're invested, and you're sitting down, you've reserved a seat and you know, blocked off time and all that kind of, then it's really annoying, you know? And uh, yeah. I can only hope that by going to like the openings of things, like in the case of like Infinity War, going to like opening day, opening night, people are going to shut the fuck up. And they're not going to talk. <laughs> and they're just going to just, you know, watch the movie and not, you know, because they're going to be way into it and they paid top dollar and they're not going to, you know. Because yeah. it used to be that was the case. When you would go to, like, a midnight showing or whatever, when you would go to that first showing, people, it was like a church. People were deathly quiet. Like, there was not a sound. There wasn't a peep. Like, everybody was just so into the movie and they were all so, you know, like, we do not talk during movies. Like, there are those yeah. kinds of people that it was always not enjoyable. Not but that's not the case anymore. anymore. I know. Now you now it's a crapshoot. Now you just have no idea who's going to show up at these early uh, screenings of movies. Um, yeah. Which is upsetting, again. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, and... Uh, that's what's killing it. That's what's killing the movies right there. And that's yeah. why we're all watching stuff at home now. Because we, yeah. we can't deal with people. And it probably has something to do with the fact that we don't talk to people anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that might have something to do with it, too. We've all become so antisocial. Uh, we've all withdrawn uh, into our caves um, yeah. that we're not uh, we're not we're not interacting anymore and we're more comfortable being in our own environment than being out uh, in the wild um, which will be the end of us it will be the end of the human <laughs> race that's exactly what's going to kill us is our isolation um, is what is what's going to do us in um, so go out and talk to people today how about that? <laughs> After you get done listening to this podcast, go talk to a stranger. Go, uh, go, say hi, go say hi to somebody somewhere. Get to know your neighbors. No, don't do that. That's a good, yeah, that is a good, that's a good tip. Good, good yeah, pro tip there, Steve. Yeah, but neighbors are <laughs> crazy. You don't want to mess with them. Just, uh, just, just, go, just talk to just normal strangers. How about that? Not the creepy ones. Not the creepy ones, no. Um, but don't come off as creepy because then they'll punch you in the face. That's it. Well, that's the thing, too, is that you start talking to strangers, they're going to think you're the creepy one. And yeah. then, then that flips the whole thing over. Um, yeah. Maybe it's part of the long con. Maybe it's all part of a con. <laughs> maybe that's it's the whole thing. This whole thing has been a con. Ah, I got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, all right, we got to go. This is great. Yeah, we got to go. Um, but uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks uh, for listening. And uh, see, you know, if this is your last episode, goodbye. Yeah. If after understand. listening to this, you're like, man, you guys suck. Yeah. Just Fine. go buy a T-shirt. If this can be your last episode. Just go buy a T-shirt on the website. And, and if you do like it, <laughs> please, uh, please review us. Um, yeah. on uh, iTunes or your favorite podcasting app uh, it's always uh, helpful and we it appreciate is, yeah. it and leave us comments on our uh, Facebook page 10 Minutes From Hell or the website 10MFH.com uh, 
You can always leave stuff for Dennis the Office Cobra for me and Wugman Max for Doug. Um, yep. Yeah, we're, uh, we're on Twitter. Cool. On Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. That's it. I think that's about it. You covered it. Nice job. Nice. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. See you later. We'll, yeah, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna do